Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. Welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of TMG, Tell Me Something Good. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Hey, now we know change is a part of life. So what can we do about it and how should we look at it? Let's find out together as we discuss the butterfly effect. This is going to be so good. Let's go. Welcome, everyone, to TMG. It's Tell Me Something Good. First, I want to remind everyone you can visit our Facebook page at Tell Me Something Good with a capital T. I want to start the show off by saying hi to my wife, Nicole. I also want to welcome everyone that is tuning in, all the faithful listeners and everyone around the world. We have listeners as far as France and Germany, so thanks, guys, for tuning in. We have listeners all over, so we want to pre- let you know we appreciate that. Uh, guys, we just returned from Texas, uh, from Austin, Texas, as a matter of fact, on a break. Uh, we had a fantastic time. Thank you, Austin. Yeah, we will absolutely be back. What a great city. Uh, we got some good stuff to talk about today, so we're going to jump right in. Uh, a break will be coming up later, then we'll return, but we will get back to what we're going to talk about. Guys, so uh, let's get started. Butterflies, butterflies, they are almost everywhere and in most climates on each continent of the world. Their colors amaze us, uh, but we also know they don't start off that way. They don't begin as butterflies. Think about this. Uh, everybody for a minute, a butterfly sees the same things it saw while it was a caterpillar. You ever thought about that? That while the butterfly is flying, the same butterfly that saw, that sees the things as a butterfly, saw the same things as a caterpillar. Now, some scientists say that some butterflies retain some memories of being a caterpillar. That's pretty incredible. But a butterfly sees the same things that it saw while it was a caterpillar. Uh, the rocks that it struggled 
to crawl over the fallen leaves it went under to escape escape birds and even the branch that it climbed to in order to create its cocoon but it sees them from a different perspective so a butterfly sees the same things that it saw as a caterpillar it sees the same rocks it sees the same leaves it sees the same branches but it sees them from a different perspective either you believe you were meant to crawl or believe you were born to fly now scientists categorize butterflies in a special order or of insects called lepidoptera uh, let me spell that out for you it's l-e-p-i-d-o-p-t-e-r-a lepidoptera and for you out there that want to know what that means the first word uh, it's all latin is latin the first word uh, lepido l-e-p-i-d-o means scales or flaky and the second word is greek patera means wing so it actually means it is a winged creature that has flaky scales on it which both a butterfly and a moth have so that's why it belongs to the special order lepidoptera now scientists say that there are over 20,000 species of butterflies in the world about 750 species are here in the United States. Now, get this though. Here's here's what the part that kind of got me. The immature form of both the butterfly and the moth are called the caterpillar. Now, think about that for a minute. That whenever we see a caterpillar, it's the immature form of the butterfly so a caterpillar is really the immature form of a butterfly and sometimes the immature form is recognized more easily than the adult form it basically what that just means is that sometimes when you look at a butterfly it can be difficult to tell whether it's a butterfly or a moth unless you know you Either you collect butterflies or you study those things. And sometimes it can be difficult to tell the difference between an, ad, an adult butterfly or an adult moth. But it's easy to identify the immature form of the creature of a butterfly or a moth. It's, in, it's easier to recognize the immature form. Think about that for a moment, that it's easier to recognize the immature form of a butterfly or a moth than it is to recognize the adult form. And it made me begin to think, well, why is that? And how, how does that play into us as humans, as people, as everyday people? How does that play into my everyday life? Why is the immature form more easily recognized than the adult form. You would think that the adult form would be easier identifiable. It's an adult, but it says that the immature form is more easily recognized. 
they are usually, and let's find out some things I found out why. So caterpillars eat everything in sight. They're pretty destructive. Kind of sounds like somebody we know or maybe us or a relative. They're destructive. Whenever we see a person being destructive, they're, we call them what? We say they're immature. They're just a caterpillar. So one way we could kind of find out or a reason we find out why the immature form is more easily recognized is because they are usually very destructive. They eat plants and therefore may be considered harmful to plants. Most of us are aware that caterpillars eat plants and leaves. And if we haven't actually seen it, we heard about it uh, somewhere. And of course, it can always be seen online somewhere. The point is, they can be very destructive. That caterpillars, which are the immature form of the butterfly, can be very destructive. I want to talk about a couple things here. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about in, in regards to caterpillars being very destructive and being able to easily identify the immature form of a butterfly, which is a caterpillar, uh, I want to talk about destructive behaviors. Yeah, destructive behaviors. The first thing I want to bring up and discuss destructive behaviors is personal destructive behavior. Personal destructive behavior. And this is where we lose our temper too easily. These are the times where we just go off and become angry at the very slightest thing at the drop of a dime. And we lose opportunities because we can't control our temper. It's not that we aren't gifted or talented. It's not that we aren't the right fit for the job. But because our temper, our anger is out of control, we lose opportunities. That's personal destructive behavior. Maybe we go into a rant and we throw things or we stomp. But personal destructive behavior can close opportunities for us. That's what a caterpillar does. It eats everything in sight. And listen, the same leaves that it eats are some of the same leaves that provide it protection from the bird and other prey looking to eat it. So we can go into such a self-destructive mode that we destroy the thing that can help us the most and not even realize it because we are caterpillars. So uh, another thing I want to talk about is when I talk about personal dest destructive behavior, I want to talk about wrong choices. Yeah, you know, we all are faced with making the right decisions and wrong decisions all day of our lives, every day. From the, from the moment we wake up, uh, are we going to have a healthy breakfast? Or are we going to have, you know, something sugary and sweet? Or are we going to do the best we can? But we're all faced with making those decisions every day, and wrong choices can fall under destructive behaviors or because wrong choices can help destroy other opportunities down the road. Listen, guys, let me tell you something. You know, 
I remember um, I got pulled over a few years. I had a lot of speeding tickets, okay? I had a lot of speeding tickets. I would just get in the car, and I think that I had one pedal, and that was the gas pedal. And I had a lot of speeding tickets. And a lot of times when companies, you know, they do a background check for a job interview, and they see your record. And when they see that record of speeding tickets or you just being arrested for whatever, now you have to explain to them why you were questioned by police. You have to explain to them why you have this police record. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. It has hindered me from a lot of some opportunities because they ran that record and it's on there. So wrong choices can hinder us from better or greater opportunities. Wrong choices, guys. So some destructive behaviors, one of the first things, personal destructive behavior. Letting my attitude just get out of hand and not being able to allow myself to become emotionally intelligent in how to handle my emotions. Just because you feel a certain way doesn't necessarily mean we should act how we feel. Yeah, I know they made you upset. I know they angered you. But that doesn't always mean that we should always act out on how we feel. Personal destructive behavior, wrong choices. Wrong choices. Just not deciding the right thing when we have the opportunity to do so can help hinder a lot of great opportunities. I told you about me getting pulled over, my speeding tickets, you know, kept me away from jobs. So guys, and another thing I want to bring up in destructive behavior is toxic connections. Yeah, you know, uh, we all had them, uh, friends, family members that we know are draining us. We know that when we leave from around them, or when we leave their company, or we're not talking to them, or, or when we get through talking to them on a phone or uh, on social media, or they send us a text message, we know the moment they send us a text message, it's not going to start be good. It may start off good, but we know eventually in that text, in that conversation, something's going to go left, something's going to go wrong, and it will drain you. Yeah, family members can drain you. Friends can drain you. Co-workers can drain you. Toxic connections. Those connections that we know that potentially are unhealthy to us and for us, and yet we remain in them because I don't want to be alone. We don't want to say we don't have any friends. For whatever various reasons we choose, whatever reasons we legalize this these type of relationships in our lives for these toxic relations are destructive like caterpillars they eat at us they eat at us, your energy and it's difficult oh my god it is so difficult to remain positive have a positive vibe when you have toxic relationships around you that are always eating at you no matter what you, you, you know, that one person that no matter what you say about the glass being half empty, they will always see the glass as half empty. 
You can say the glass is half full, and they will swear up and down the glass is half empty. No matter how much you try to place a positive spin on it, they will always say the negative. Toxic connections, they drain you. My goodness, they will take the life out of you. You can wake up feeling absolutely fantastic, feeling as if you can conquer the world until you get that text message and you realize, oh my gosh, I should have stayed in bed or I should have just not even responded to the text message. And you know who it is. They, because they do it every day, almost like clockwork, you know? They, it's like every day they do it the same time. So toxic connections, these things eat at us like caterpillars. Again, remember the caterpillar is the immature form of the butterfly as well as the moth. And why? And we said that it's easier to recognize the immature form of a butterfly or moth rather than, the cat than it is the adult form. Well, why is that? Because the caterpillar has distinctive characteristics that we can identify with. It's destructive. It eats plants. Have any of you ever planted a garden uh, or you had some flowers and you go to look out there and there are caterpillars all over your plant? You've done the hard work, you've dug in the ground, you bought the seed, and the caterpillars are eating everything. Regardless of the hard work that you put into it, they are destructive. And sometimes relationships that we are around and that connections that we stick with, they're the same way. No matter how much hard work you're putting in to try to change your life, be a positive impact, they continue to eat at you no matter what you do. And whenever you see this, you have to begin to identify that this individual is a caterpillar, that they are in an immature stage. So another thing begin to make me think about uh, caterpillars and be in being the immature form of the butterfly and why they're so easily more recognizable than the uh, their adult counterpart is because we've already talked about dest destructive behaviors. Another thing that makes them this way is because a caterpillar eats and eats and eats because that's how it's thinking. That's the way it is thinking. That's the way it is processing its information. So another thing that came to my mind about why caterpillars which are the immature form of the butterfly or moth, why they are so easily recognizable is because of destructive thinking. Yeah, that's right. The, the caterpillars have this never give up attitude. They will not stop eating. They are, they are voracious. They will always eat nonstop. And destructive thinking has this never-ending cycle is what I call it. I call it a never-ending cycle, which is a way of thinking that keeps us trapped inside negative emotions or experiences. The never-ending cycle. A way of thinking that keeps us trapped inside negative emotions or experiences. Yeah, we, we've all experienced that. You know, we go through a trauma, we have a problem, Something comes up, you lose your job, 
And it seems our mind is, is like a caterpillar. It keeps eating at us. These thoughts keep eating and keep eating. And no matter what we try to do, sometimes we seem like we have this never-ending cycle that just kind of keep us trapped in these negative emotions or experiences. And negative emotions and ex or negative experiences happen to everyone. They happen to the best of us. But that's because they happen to us. Does that mean we have to continue to maintain it? That experience that you had, the negative experience, the negative emotion, will always last as long as the story you continue to tell yourself about it. Yeah, that's it. This is why you can find people 20 years later still upset with someone or something that happened 20 years ago because you continue to tell yourself the same original story about it tw that happened 20 years ago. And when we do, we find ourselves trapped inside that never-ending cycle. So another thing that made me begin to think about why caterpillars are so more easily recognizable than their adult counterpart as a butterfly or a moth is that they're harmful, damaging, or unfavorable thoughts. Yeah, that's right. Harmful, damaging, or unfavorable thoughts. Listen, we all have enough with people trying to drag us down, trying to beat us down. Uh, you know, there's enough of people handing us negativity. Don't be the one handing it to yourself with harmful, damaging, or unfavorable thoughts. Well, what's an example of that? Telling yourself you're not good enough. Telling yourself you'll never achieve your, a goal or telling yourself it's impossible. Guess what? It is only impossible until you change it. Yeah, it's only impossible until you change it. Guys, listen, remember I was born with a hole in my heart. And the doctor said, oh, we'll probably give you him about 40 years. I'm 50, guys. I'll be 51 in December. What they told me was impossible, but I'm changing it. And you can do the very same thing. Harmful, damaging, or unfavorable thoughts. So the caterpillar just goes along this way, and its, it's mind is on harmful things. It's going to harm the plant. It's going to damage that plant. It's going to do unfavorable things to that plant. We don't have to be that way. And when we see individuals like this, we have to begin to understand that, okay, they're immature. Whenever you see a, a, a teenager, um, you know, an adolescent thinking harmful thoughts or being damaging or destructive or, you know, let's say they, they, they're doing acts of vandalism, what do we say? We say they're immature, right? We call them immature. If we see an adult doing it, we say a couple more words, but then we say they're immature. We usually say a couple four-letter words, then we call them immature. But <laughs> the point is, we find we identify them as being immature or a caterpillar. A caterpillar. So if they're doing all these things, they're a caterpillar. Listen, a lot of us have made decisions we wish we could either undo or change. And as much as we wish there could be an undo or cancel button to erase some stuff, 
there isn't one. What we have, what we have remaining are pieces and fragments of what things looked like before things went sideways. And that's what happens. You think about it. When a caterpillar is eating a plant and it begins to eat that plant and eat at that plant, if we don't do something about it, what happens, what's remaining is just fragments and pieces of what the plant looked like before things went sideways. And when we allow immature thinking into our lives or we foster immature thinking, things like that never-ending cycle which keeps us trapped inside negative emotions, that harmful and damaging or unfavorable thoughts, that destructive behavior, when we keep these things in, what happens is our lives, our careers, our families end up with just the fragments and pieces of what they look like or what they could look like before they went sideways. Now, I would venture to say a great deal of the harmful and damaging decisions made by some had little to do with just being a bad person, quote unquote, or just not trying to do the, quote, right thing. Could it be that individuals are just in a caterpillar stage? Could it be that some decisions we made were made while in our caterpillar stage? It doesn't mean we don't bear any responsibility for our, our actions. It explains, but it would kind of, you know, uh, explain why they're, they're made in the first place. And just where we possibly were emotionally or mentally when of this, you know? So guys, check this out. Uh, my son, uh, Marcus, who lives in uh, Austin, Texas. Hey, Marcus, if you're listening. Uh, so one of my kids, when he was smaller, uh, decided it was his responsibility to keep the toilet working by flushing anything he got his hands on down the toilet. Uh, I can't tell you how many times the toilet was plunged. Now, today, he is no longer clogging them. He is driving trucks right there in Austin, Texas. Uh, the, the, the decisions he made then as a two-year-old can't compare to the decisions he now makes as an adult. And when those things come up, they are lashed away as the actions of a small, immature kid. Maybe this should be our approach concerning ourselves. Give yourself and others some grace. Laugh it off. I'm not suggesting we minimize our actions or the consequences of our actions. I'm saying permit yourself and others a chance to process and move on from it. Yeah. Give them a chance. Just give them a chance to process it and to move on from it. Now, don't be so tough on yourself and, and see if you can provide some grace to others as well. Don't judge everything you do the same. Be patient with yourself and others because we all are in our own metamorphosis. 
Look, we have to take a quick break and pay some bills here, guys. Don't fly away. We're coming back to wrap this up, talking about the butterfly effect after this quick break. Welcome back, everybody. TMG, tell me something good. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Guys, today we're talking about the butterfly effect. Uh, right before the break, we were talking about how, trying to catch some of us up to speed, how the caterpillar is the immature form of the butterfly and the moth, and that it is more easily recognizable than the butterfly or moth, uh, simply because of some characteristics that it has some traits that it has, this destructive behavior and destructive thinking. Whenever we see this in display, we know it's immaturity at its best. Uh, guys, we want to pick up where we left off. So we're talking about that. And we're talking about, we left off talking about not being so tough on ourselves because maybe we are all in our caterpillar stage. Just because we made some bad decisions doesn't mean you're a bad person. Maybe you made them while you were in your caterpillar stage and you just didn't know any better. You just couldn't process it any differently than you could. So we have to understand that mistakes are a part of it. When a caterpillar develops, get this guys, their skin may shed four or more times each time they molt. It is usually changing the color and appearance of the caterpillar. Well, what does that mean, man? Put that in the common language. What does that mean for me? Chances are we won't get things right our first try at many things, whether it's trying to start a new business, make better grades, or improve relationships, or just make more useful decisions. Chances are we will have to try, try, and keep trying until we see any results. Uh, there may be changes we uh, there may be changes we must adjust to. Also, guys, so think about that. It says here that the, that the caterpillar every time it molts or it sheds its skin, uh, it changes the color of the caterpillar. So there may be some changes that we might have to adjust to. Some will be planned and others will be on the fly. We may look nothing like how we began because we resemble where we're going. Look, as we grow and develop and become different, we, uh, we select different circles to be part of. Uh, for instance, like a butterfly, the things we took pleasure in destroying in our caterpillar stages, we now look for ways to help things grow and change with us. Think about that. Um, the same plants and flowers that a caterpillar took pleasure in destroying a butterfly now takes pleasure in pollinating. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that amazing? The caterpillar in, is in that stage, so a butterfly in its immature stage, enjoys destroying plants and flowers. But once the caterpillar becomes an adult or a butterfly or a moth, it is not looking to destroy that same plant. It is now looking to help that plant grow. Amazing. Listen, it could take a caterpillar 14 days to become a butterfly. So don't become discouraged about the time it takes for you to start. The end results are worth a little wait. Look, 
the word, there's a word I want to kind of share with you guys. Um, the word efflorescence, E-F-F-L-O-R-E-S-C-E-N-C-E, efflorescence. It's a word which describes the action or process of developing and unfolding as it's come as as also as of coming into a flower. So when a plant is blooming, they say the plant is to be in efflorescence. It is blooming. It is growing. We all have our time of efflorescence. We can choose to accept the opportunity or fight against it. The only problem with that is we do so at the expense of remaining a caterpillar or immature and only see a ground view of things. We never learn to soar to higher perspectives. And listen, like it or not, life changes us all. Sometimes the changes are more obvious than others, and sometimes they are subtle. But we get to decide what we do with these changes. Crawl or fly, we decide from here on out. Not DNA, not our culture. So which will you decide? Guys, look, don't forget, you can visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. Also, leave comments about this episode. I want to hear them. I can play them during the show, and people get to hear your voice around the world in places like France, Canada, Germany. Man, I want everybody to hear your voice, so please leave a comment on what you think about the show. Also, don't forget, there are ways that you can also choose to support the show as well. This way, I can keep on building an even better show for you. Thank you for everyone's support. And remember, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.